But that doesn't make sense because you know about it. So that's what she's saying. Don't let me ever know about it. But you know about it. She doesn't. <laughs> if you're saying you're living in delusion, it doesn't mean that you don't know. You know. You just don't know. You did this edible. We're going to cut this part out. No. No, we are. We are. Welcome back to Talk That Talk Podcast with your girl Sip and Meg. You know, we are going to get a sounding board soon. And when I do the <laughs> na 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 na, it'll all be digital. I swear, it'll sound so much better. Oh, So today has been a struggle, I think, for both, for of, both us. of us. So we're a little bit low energy, yeah. you know. Just I'm here. Right. <laughs> we still want to do this for y'all. We still wanted to make sure that we made a video so y'all can hear our lovely voices. Mm-hmm. And catch up. Because at this point, this is our time to shoot the shit at least once a week. So. Oh, yeah. Because it is a solo episode. Yeah. So it is just me and Sip today. Catching up. And, well, before I even tell you what's on my mind, ignorant shit. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got today? So, you know, I barely get on Facebook. You know <laughs> that. So, I have lots to catch up on. And somebody, first of all, I don't even know who this is. So, I don't know how they got on my page. But they reposted. So, I feel like this nigga's just as stupid and I should <laughs> unfollow him. Uh, but he reposted something from this page called Kevin Samuels Official Discussion Group. Uh, Mr. McGowan come to the front of the room Pac-Man McGowan that's a joke um anyways he reposted he he was reposted saying I don't blame Melo for having kids on Lala and then it's like a side-by-side picture of Carmelo Anthony and uh Lala and then the other picture is this IG looking model girl with a bodysuit on you know body is banging and she looks younger but whatever it says uh, Lala's competition looks better and more youthful than her, which had to crush her ego. Uh, plus, Lala's always loved 50 Cent more than she ever did Mello. And I just want to know where everyone is buying the audacity from. Is it on sale? Like, is it buy one, get one free? I'm so fucking tired of men placing more value on a woman's body than the actual one. I was just about to say that. Because why do I deserve less respect? Because, because I don't she, have an ass. What? But first of all, Lala in this picture has her body done. And the girl on the side, I don't even know who this is. They didn't give a name or anything for context. But she looked like she got her body done too. Right. So, but even if she didn't, what if I was Sheila from, how did I get, why did I get married <laughs> And it's an IG was, one. You said I do, nigga. So I understand, like, okay, babe, if you gain like 50 pounds, mm-hmm. we got to talk about it. But if everything is good, we're happy within our marriage, you get a, a pass because you see somebody who looks better mm-hmm. than me? That's what is. That's not a marriage, right? And then they're placing the blame on the woman for the man's actions. Like you Ooh. can't control yourself. Facts. It's my fault that you can't control yourself. Facts. Like doing everything but taking accountability. accountability. Correct. I just. It was the audacity, and it was sick. How many men 
were commenting on it, it was pissing me off. So my Facebook journey lasted less than 10 minutes. And well, Facebook is where all the tea is. That's what Glorilla became famous. She said she ain't never leaving Facebook. Wait, did she? Yes. Facebook be funny AF, especially if you got people from your hometown on there. They be funny. Well, anyways, I yes. that, it just pissed me off, and that just told me that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sip. Well, speaking of that situation, what mm-hmm. is dating like in Houston? What is it like for you? I don't. What is dating? I don't know <laughs> that word. Um, don't know that experience at this point. All I know is. Because I took a little breather. I took a long breather from dating. It's been like a year and some change now. And I will tell you that dating, the dating pool has pee in it. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, it has little feces. Little, just pieces of shit just rolling down <laughs> the bayou. And you're just sitting in it waiting, praying that none of this water gets to your mouth. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's the trenches. It's treacherous like it's all of the things i want no parts of it so do you think it's like that for men and women or do you think it's just like that for women no i'm pretty sure it's like that for it's probably like that for both but i know for a fact <clears throat> some of our friends who are still out here in these streets they saw the pieces are, of shit rolling through the pond. rolling through that thing just rolling through like a tumbleweed <laughs> but they get to have their Picks. Mm-hmm. They get to have because in Houston, especially within the black community, because that's where I'm looking. The the women outweigh the men. The mm-hmm. men are gonna have their choices every time. Mm-hmm. So, and the level of desperation that I have seen some of these women in my friends DMs with is crazy, and it could never be me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm in competition. Well, I'm not in competition because I'm not, I don't want to compete. I don't, I don't, they can have it. But I'm going up against other single women that are in my same age group that are willing to do a lot more for a lot less. And one is just reconfirming that I don't want to be out there because mm-hmm. it's, ooh, oh, and I'm not begging for anyone's time or attention. Nothing, well, and I'm not. So I'm just saying when I decide to like get my feet back wet, I'm not looking forward to it. We should start going to like some upscale places like with the people who put their pinkies up and find you a distinguished black man. (laughs) That top. The next Barack Obama type (laughs) man. I feel like we in the wrong place for you. We need to go find some elevated black men. Elevated black men are going to have their level of bullshit too. Yes, but it won't be the ghetto bullshit. The toxic bullshit. The only... The only wanna hit you up and plan dates from five weeks from now, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't. I feel like regardless of income, if they want to fuck around, they gonna fuck around. And honestly, some of those men probably get more wiggle room because they know women are dealing, willing to put up with them because of their money. So to me, it's like a catch on twenty two, but. Yeah. I, 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 dating. I just don't even have words. I'm so discouraged. You think like, it got worse after COVID? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. honestly, right before COVID, I wasn't out there either. So I don't know. 
life. 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 I know. It's, I, I'm honestly, I'm discouraged now because seeing what's out there made me run back inside. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> I haven't been on a date. Y'all, this is embarrassing. I haven't been on a date in over a year. And of that year, I've canceled potential first dates and either blocked them or ghosted or whatever. So I ended up with zero. Because I have some some prospects out there, but I don't believe that men know how to respectfully have a conversation with a woman who's not looking for that. You know what I mean? So when you say they don't know how to have a respectful conversation, what the fuck they talking about? After two days of talking. Oh, some <laughs> outlandish shit is disrespectful. And then that's another thing. So I decided that I do not want to be on dating apps. So since my breakup, I have not touched a single one. It's all been like organic, just meeting mm-hmm. somebody out and about. And it's still just as fucking raggedy. Like, I, I'm not sending you pictures. That's how old like are you? Me? got my Instagram. No, you don't. Now you don't. So how am I supposed to... No, no, no. Okay, so when... How am I supposed to remember what you look like? You remember. No, I, this is not the 90s. I think it's okay you to send... Remember. No, if you have my a IG, normal then picture. there's no reason for me okay, to Okay, that, but you said you don't have... He don't have no. your IG, so... I, some of them, you can't give every... You... Okay, there's like a radar. You can feel if somebody's going to be a creep. Some of the time. I don't want any person that's interested in me or that wants to talk to me to have access to me through social media. I don't want you to keep tabs on my whereabouts. I don't want you to keep tabs on how often I'm posting or where I'm at or whatever. So just straight off of a vibe, a way to curve someone. Yes, I have said, oh, I'll give you my ID. And then I just block them later. But if I'm like, dang, they could be cool. And I don't want them to have that much access. Then they get my number. But then it's easier to ghost them if they just have my number. Dang, times change. I be giving everybody my IG. Mm-mm. I be giving people still IG. That's so sick. <laughs> Y'all, she did. She said it. She making me look like the desperate friend. Why are you no, I don't, giving I don't somebody in an Uber my IG, bro? That's oh, weird. Yes. That was a while ago. I know, and he still watches my <laughs> shit. It's, we, it's weird. Well, he was asking for mine. I was like, let me bash you to my friend. <laughs> At this point, and you know what? I'm fed up. I'm tired of being the single friend. I just be trying to help. I'm I'm fed up. That, everybody, and then, but you trying to help, it could come across to the other person like, dang, but, and she I, don't get no place. Okay, I don't think about it like that. I sound like somebody's um, For me, it's auntie. just like, you fine, my friend fine, y'all should cohabitate one day. No. Dang, I didn't think so, it didn't work like that. Mm-mm. And then another thing, I'm fe- I'm so fed up being the, the single friend because the holidays this year, man, it's cold in them single boots. My family, I went home for Thanksgiving. My dusty ass little cousins straight up asked me, hey, so are you gay? Because you never bring anyone around. <laughs> like, are you embarrassed? Or are you, what did they say? Um, what's the sexual, sapiosexual? Or no, are you in love they, with yourself? What's that one? I don't know. This little heifer really asked me that. And then the other ones were laughing like, well, maybe she is. Because you never bring anybody home. And I'm just like, 
no first of all i'm not gay nothing wrong with the days and the gays but i'm just not one of them i'm i'm the her who likes uh men the men's is but i just why does it have to be that i'm something or something is wrong with me because i'm really selective with who i bring around people i care about and because it's ugh, it's ugh out here so my prospects they be canceling themselves out, you know? And I'm tired of having to have that conversation because mm-hmm. at this point, I'm grown. I shouldn't have to explain it. I don't ask none of them nothing about who they got here this year that they didn't have last year or what's going on with their relationship. So why, as a single person, do people feel they just have a past to just mm-hmm. meddle in and just ask inappropriate ask questions and i think it's mostly with family because they think that they have so much access to you like they did when you were a child they knew all your business when you were a child but now as an adult they don't know how to you know respect the boundaries mm. i feel like it's family is just <sighs> so what's going on what's what you right. when you gonna have kids when you gonna have kids the fact that one of my family members talked because i was like have kids with who like with whom? Who am I having these kids with? They said, what well, does it matter? Just find somebody and have a kid. So you want me to be a single mom? I'm already a single puppy mom and this shit is ghetto. I'm only a couple <laughs> months in. I could not fathom being in this situation mm-hmm. as a single mother to a living human being. Like, no. And are you going to come help me take care of it? Because mm-hmm. you're just in a rush for me to pop out a kid. It's the excitement of the kid, but are you going mm-hmm. to, like, what are you doing? I don't know. I just think that's weird. It's it's irritating, too. Because, again, I don't ask you about your fallopian tubes or what's going on in your uterus, so why you get to ask me about mine? Yeah. I think it's the same way with married couples. They always like, when y'all gonna have a baby? Maybe they don't want to have a baby. Maybe she can't have kids. Yeah. Like, just be quiet. Shut up. Mind yeah. your business. Mind your business. So, that's been the thing for me another thing about relationships and the reason i think i'm not really in a rush to hop back out in these streets because it's so treacherous is i have a question for you of how do you move on or heal from a relationship if it wasn't a tumultuous ending like unfortunately a lot of people you know in our surroundings or in our age group, we all have these toxic ass experiences mm-hmm. of breakups where it's easy to be like, oh, fuck that person because he did you wrong or fuck mm-hmm. you because he, he cheated on you or he lied or da 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 But what about when it was, it was actually a healthy breakup? It didn't make it any easier to just like excommunicate that person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm struggling. I don't think that you have to separate to like a breakup that was amicable versus a breakup that wasn't. I don't think you have to separate them because it's a, a breakup is a breakup is a breakup. It happened. No matter how it happened, it still happened. Yeah. So I think you can still carry that hurt and carry the grief, quote, quote unquote, from of the relationship um, and move on at your own pace. You don't have to feel rushed to get back out there and put your feelings on the line again just you know when you'll know when you're ready to um explore again and i don't know i just don't feel like it's a timeline on getting over 
yeah. somebody. Well, I guess the reason I feel like pointing out the difference between a toxic one versus a not toxic one is, in my experience, if I've been done wrong or, like, you disrespected me in mm-hmm. some type of way, I'm sorry to this man. I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember where I met you. I don't remember dates. I literally can erase. I don't I don't know. Did I even date him for real? I don't know. But this is a different experience for me, especially because I'm older. Because breakups when you're younger, it's like, damn, that's crazy. Oh, my feelings are so hurt. Life isn't going to go on. <laughs> and then like a month later, you bounce mm-hmm. back and now I got a full roster again. Like I'm straight... <laughs> I'm back in the streets, guys. What's up? But now that I'm older and I'm not that um, in that headspace or I don't want to go back and do those same mm-hmm. things because I'm actually bouncing back from something where I felt like it was a quality uh, relationship and like there was value in it. To me, that's a lot harder to be like, well, back in mm-hmm. these streets because I already know what potentially could be. And I don't want to waste my time. Not saying that I did waste my time in that other thing, but I don't. I don't want. I don't know. I just don't want to drag it out. I don't want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to be jaded because it's not anybody else's fault. Right. Whoever I run into, or if I do, it's not their fault that my experience is my experience. So I can't bring that baggage to somebody else. And that's why I said, take your time. Well, then tell these niggas to get out my face. Tell everybody to stop asking me what's going on with my dating life. Tell your friends to stop trying to hook you up. With Tell people. my friends okay. to stop trying to hook me up. <laughs> Tell my family to stop pressing me for uh to bring a child into this world. Tell them to stop pressing me. Because I don't have the answer, Sway. I don't even know what I'm doing. So how am I going to tell you what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. I'm literally, I feel like I'm just wandering out here aimlessly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd rather just go sit back on the couch with my puppy. Like... Mm-hmm. It's tiring. So I do have a question then for you because this is coming from a married person. How was it when you were out there in the streets right before you met your husband? What was dating like for you? Child, I don't have the memory of an elephant. (laughs) Anyway, so I don't know. I feel like it was it was kind of bad back then. Um, that was my point. But so I imagine it's no, no, magnified. No, 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 no. So I just decided to go through my whole face. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to. I don't want to that. Yeah, we were younger then. Yeah, we I were. I mean, I was deep in my whole face when I met William. <laughs> <laughs> you was whole facing with him, first of all. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I wasn't because once I started talking to him, I cut everybody off. No, I know. Meg, how long were you with him before y'all got pregnant? Yeah, a couple weeks. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. No, a couple, it's a couple no, weeks. No, I'm saying like the first time I talked to him, no, our first date. Because remember, I wasn't sure before that first date. I yeah. was like, Zip, he real quiet. Yeah. But then after that is when I cut everybody off. Got you. Anyway, it was still bad. Yeah. That's my point. So imagine now it's worse. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it should have gotten better with COVID because every... Because you you start to look at the value of things. Like, when you are locked down during a pandemic, Girl. I thought that everybody was just dying from COVID. Oh my God. No, so that I'm was like, like prime time for some of our friends to be literally no. hopping from one to the next to the next. And you know this girl is bored and she's been 
isolated in her house so this is prime real estate for me to be a fuck nigga and bounce taking advantage of it made it easier i mean girls too girl I'm, it's not just the dudes it was both but no it didn't make it better. wow see or i live their like their partner through it and so they're still there so snatch up all the prospects because they now are in long-term relationships or they've gotten married mm-hmm. or they're engaged and then take the ones off that have 15 kids because that's not my business either. Um, there's the the variations, it just, the pool just getting smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. I don't want you to know the last person I dated that makes it smaller. Oh, you're from here? Ooh, that makes it small. Like there's all these things. Are you a high value man? Dang, that made it smaller. <laughs> Do you have three separate bitches and now you want me on your team dang that made it smaller like there's just so much i'm not willing to so what's your age range not coming from a person who's trying to hook you up this is coming from just a question aspect she's not trying to hook me up so like let's be clear please don't what age range like you know probably like like Two years younger and maybe like five years older. So you wouldn't do like uh no. no? What? A what? Like an older man, like 45, 50. No, because I want oh. kids. You can have kids with that man? They gonna no. I need you young and active and ready to be on the move to run around with some kids. I'm not doing it by myself. No. That sounds like I'm having fun again. And I just want somebody who's going to financially take care of everything. No, he ain't even got to have money. I'm just saying. No, like, I'm not assuming. not that kind of money. Well, I'm, I'm assuming if you're 45 and, you, and I'm giving you a chance, you have some money. Some, some money. I don't mean like rich, my rich. Mom's age. I don't mean like sugar daddy rich. Um, I mean like I can support it. my... Bitch, there are all different... A raise of salaries. I'm just saying that's too close to my okay. mom's age for you to just be. Didn't, okay, so there's poverty. <laughs> there is a little bit better than poverty. <laughs> <laughs> You're so descriptive. It's so helpful. <laughs> and then there's lower middle class, mm-hmm. middle middle class, mm-hmm. upper middle class. Mm-hmm. Then there is just getting by. <laughs> What? That <laughs> just getting by is higher than upper middle class? Yes. Where do you get these classifications from? I want you to pull that up. Because now. the more you make, the less benefits you can get from the government. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Where did you get this from? The math ain't math then. If we had a, a, a graph or a pie chart to break that shit down... This is not this ain't. I don't it. know what I'm I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going. Yo, she took a little edible and now I think it just hit. Yeah, I'm just saying he don't have to have like super crazy money. He don't have to have wild money, but he can take care of his family. Y'all ain't wanting for nothing. Y'all can go on vacation when y'all go on vacation, but he ain't no Kardashian rich, is what I mean. Yeah, so no. If you're five, you're too close to my mom's and my mom and my dad's Still age. Still no? Yeah. I can, I'm already making it by myself. I'm already taking care of my mortgage. I'm already taking care of my bills. What did you add to that? But what if, okay, remember oh, last week man. when we talked to, talked to Jordan and he was talking about checking these boxes. What if he checked all nine of your boxes? 
but that last box was or what if you check all 10 of your boxes but he's just older does he look older he could be fine he, he ain't got to be no pop billy pop well i'm just again i'm not trying to say my, my dad don't look like that i swear but i just associated that age group with you know older people even though that's really not old no the point is I don't know because I said I want kids and me taking seriously if I met a 45 year old right now and we actually like you know went the distance and decided to settle down and stuff how old is he gonna be by the time we actually get married and have our first kid five years 50 oh okay so that sounds like I am going to be Potentially, God willing, because men die uh, younger than women. Wow, you're trying to kill your own No, husband. I'm not. I'm just being realistic. Like, but you can. speaking, women live longer than men. So but, I'm gonna be out here by myself and not be in the dating pool again. No, the child would probably probably be like 30 before he dies. That's saying that he makes it to 80. Yeah. A black man in America making it to 80 is like... That's that's a wonderful, but I'm just being realistic. What if he takes care of himself? Of course, you're not gonna go after no grandpa looking nigga. Well, just cause he, I'm just saying. But he takes care know. of his body anyway. Okay, you don't want no old man. You mm-hmm. gotta be within a couple years. Yeah, thirty five at the most. Thirty thirty. Please do not 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, but then with that is the kid thing. How you can what? How many kids? Maybe two. They gotta be back to back. So if you were out here in this world, you're single. How are you feeling about meeting someone who, I don't know, is thirty one and has six kids and it's, is trying to talk to you? Yes and no. That's that's a lot of them. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. How many baby mamas? No, I'm saying that's a lot of uh, men in that situation. Oh. (laughs) That's the dating pool. It doesn't feel so good, does it? I think just we just not going to the right places. Not saying I'm trying to hook you up. I'm just saying we going to the wrong place. We not seeing the quality men. Yeah, the thing is I'm also not looking either. So maybe they're hiding in plain sight because that could be something too. But I do want to ask you though. Bitch, how many questions you gonna ask me? I got hella questions. I'm gonna always have a question. Ugh. I'm start answering the question with a question. With a question. How soon do you think it's too soon to like jump into a relationship or marry somebody or take whatever the next step is? Like, oh, baby, obviously, I don't think any time is too soon. I had y'all like I got no, no, pregnant with y'all like two months after we met each other. Yeah, but we, you guys didn't get married right away. I'm just saying. So if because somebody they could get pregnant and decide, oh damn, we're gonna get married now. Don't you think like that would have been jumping the gun? Because just because you have a kid with them doesn't mean you have to marry them. I don't know. I just I just feel like it's all in in you know what y'all want. Who's to say that a marriage with people made it 10 years is going to work out versus the one where somebody only knew each other for three months? We just never know. And I just feel like we got to start letting people do what they want to do. I mean, if I would have played by those rules, then I wouldn't be where I am now with my three beautiful children. Yeah. 
So I just, I just. It's all relative to the, yeah. couple, the couple then. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody post, oh, get on social media saying, let me pull it up. Here it is. I'll be a part of your roster, but once I find out there's a roster, I'm out. I'm here for the delusion, not the reality. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? The, basically, I'm okay with being part of the team, but I don't need to know it's a team. And if I do find out it's a team, take me off the team. That's what they say. Oh, okay. I'm here for the delusion, not the reality. Okay, but delusion means you're still in the back of your head. No, you just don't want to know. Correct. So, you just need to find a man who's only for one bitch. No, she's saying she's okay with him having more. I just don't want to know about it. But that doesn't make sense because you know about it. So, that's what she's saying. Don't let me ever know about it. But you know about it. She doesn't. (laughs) If you're saying you're living in delusion, it doesn't mean that you don't know. You know, you just don't know. You did this edible. We're going to cut this part out. No. No, we are. We are. No, because I know what I'm saying. I don't think you do. Yes, I do. (laughs) Listening to Yes. You said she wants to live in delusion, not reality. I'm here for the delusion, not the reality. So don't tell me that the reality is if you have a roster or not. I don't want to know one way or the other. Don't tell me anything. But I feel like if you're saying you want to live in delusion, I feel like what delusion means is in the back of my head, I I still know, but I'm living... You're thinking too literal, teacher. Okay, whatever. Damn. We ain't got to edit that out. We had to talk through it. No, we do have to edit that out. You sound crazy. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of, because you, um, you're married, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw another one that said, at my funeral, sit me up. I want to see who rubbing my husband's back asking if everything's okay. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, because I'm going to haunt you and her. Oh, my gosh. So, So, does that mean you at home with my kids? No. You think it's just some random bitch? He probably been dating her for a while. So, your husband does not have your blessing to move on. No. Unless the kids are grown. No, no, no. Because, no, because ain't no grandkids going to be calling no other bitch momo. So, no. (laughs) So he's he's just gonna be sad and lonely the rest of his life. Hell yeah. So not like a oh ten years from now, five years from now you have my no never. Let's say I die five years from now, please. Mm-hmm. And he remarries. That means all my kids are gonna know is this woman. No, they're not. And their grandkids are grown already. Your kids will be nine. Five years from now? Ten. Yes. Yara would be ten years old. She's going to know who her mom is. She's going to know I had a mommy, but this woman has been here. Listen. And so my kids are going to grow up with this woman as their mother. And when they get married and have children, their children are going to call this other woman Momo. And I'm not having it. That's crazy. Call so there's no such want. thing as a stepmom, and we can call her stepmom because no. she's a stepmom. Wow, that's crazy. So you want your whole your husband and your kids to just It's about my grandkids. Move around aimlessly. Well, at this point, what grandkids? I'm saying if your daughter is ten at the time, she just going That means the grandchild's gonna know absolutely no nothing about me except for a picture. Uh that's not true. 
your kids know how many memories are is. a 10 year old going to have i was like 20 that would be the responsibility of your husband to make sure that you're still implemented uh-uh i don't it. trust it that wow it's not happening and i'm going to fight them in their sleep <laughs> like i'm gonna be the ghost to pull the covers off you beat your ass tormenting hell yeah oh my gosh megan so no Demon there time. is no there is no <laughs> I want my husband to be happy again. I don't want him to be sad and depressed forever. He has to have a period of it, but he can move on. None of that. No. That's really crazy. And William, if you listen to this, I'm I so serious. <laughs> God dang. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to go in to ask your homegirls because I have a couple questions that we can get off. And... These are in no particular order, but I'm just like, where do y'all be getting these from? So I'm encouraging other listeners to make sure that they do write in who to us on our, they could DM us at underscore talk that talk podcast, or you can um, send us an email, but here's some, here's some of the questions. And the email is info.talkthattalk at gmail.com. Thank you. That's why there's two of us. We got to co-host, you know? Okay, so the first question, and this goes straight to you because, bitch, I don't know. I don't have a kid. It's your turn. How long does it take a couple's sex life to go back to normal after having a baby? Does it ever? Okay, so there's two parts to this answer because there's two ways it in which it can go back to normal. Comfortable-wise and also just the stress and of the relationship plus the baby now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the latter part does not go back quickly. It's going to take some time to rebuild y'all's relationship as a partner mm-hmm. in addition to having this child. Now, snapping back, I don't understand why people get like these vagina plasties and all that to tighten it up because it's natural mm-hmm. like and i don't snap back by itself yes. anyway. like i don't know if that is if like somebody has quadruplets if it'll go back how it's supposed to go back but i'm pretty sure it's, it does oh that happens and it's gonna feel normal after six weeks really yeah it really i thought that was just the time frame that the doctors give like okay now you can resume this but it actually yeah. feels regular yeah yeah, for most people. Hmm. It might be a little uncomfortable at first because you probably wasn't doing it for a while because your last trimester, three months, you ain't doing nothing your last trimester. No. But this is not sex education. It could be, though. No. So I have questions then. You know, I told you I always have a question then. I got to follow up. So not the physicality part of it, but like not the snapping back part, more of the mental and emotional. Mm. What are some things... I guess a woman, because this is a woman's question. What are some things that the woman can ask of from her partner so that she does feel ready to get back to that sooner? Or like what is some advice, let's say, because it sounds like it's a new mom. So I would say one thing you are going to need from your partner is patience. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of hormones raging through your body, trying to figure out what to do. You might be breastfeeding. Or even when the baby cries, it sets off a uh, hormone. So you're going to need a partner who is very patient and can understand what your body is just going through. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's going to be considerate. Like, you take the night off and I'll keep the baby. 
Like, we would have a schedule where he would get Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I got the other days. Mm-hmm. Or every flip back and forth each night. Mm-hmm. But I think those are the top two things you're going to need from a partner because if you don't have those things and you feel like it's becoming one-sided, that's when you're going to start having resentment for your partner. And that's where it's just going to make the entire relationship spiral. So I would say those things are the key things to getting back to normal. Getting back after to After a back. baby. This has to be from the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me again. It says, all right, the second one. Well, it was written to me, but again, just listen. It's a two-part question. So, Sip, how would you feel about your boyfriend bringing his Xbox or PlayStation on vacation? LOL. I've also seen TikToks uh, where men bring them to them with the, bring them to the hospital with them and pass time while their girl's in labor. Okay, so... Probably not going to say what you think I'm going to say, but I feel like for me, I would have been okay with it because I was the type of person in labor. Don't touch me. Like I remember William put his hand on my knee and I was, it (laughs) felt like a ton of bricks on my leg. And I was like, please move your hand. And so that was the type of person I am. I didn't need that much attention. Yeah. So as long as he don't have his headphones on, because you need to know what's going on. Like, during labor, like, active labor, no. But if I'm just having contractions, we copacetic. That's fine. I'm not surprised by the answer. Because I think mine would be similar mm. to that. Once it's active, you pack it the fuck up. Right. Pack it up. But the first part of it, how do we feel about... Or how do I feel about my boyfriend bringing an Xbox or PlayStation on vacation? Baby, what did we come here yeah. for? What? Yeah. You can't unplug from talking to your homies for five, six days. Yeah, that's childish behavior. That's very childish. Like, if you are addicted to a game that much, you need to go to therapy and figure out your childhood trauma. Oh. Okay. Or that. Yeah, I'm just like, the being in labor thing, I don't know. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, but have read the room, knowing it's time to shut that shit down and come hold my hand, right? Or massage my back, or whatever the fuck. Or I just need stand you there do. and not touch me. Or that too, because <laughs> I need your presence. It's not about mm. you touching me. It's about I know that I have support if I decide to call on it. Would you ever give or receive a golden shower? It's a hell no for me. For both? No, no, no. To both. Yes, to both. Um, P is acidic. I don't know. I can't do that. Wait, this was bothering you about it? It's acidic? Yeah, it's not water. You could pour some water on me or some chocolate syrup. So so you can get urine? Cum isn't water either. Don't put that on me either. Megan. Wait. (laughs) What? Just go ahead and have a towel. You gotta grow up, bruh. Like, why does that need to be on me? It's the visual of it. What visual? Okay, anyways, I'm saying... Because <laughs> we're going somewhere else that we don't need to go. No, we gonna circle back. you made me have sex education. Yeah, we gonna circle back to that. But I'm just saying, you saying that one is acidic is crazy. Because yes. 
Listen, that's your reasoning for not wanting to do it. Not the act of it feels like demeaning or <laughs> anything like that. It's not water, so it's a no. What? My answer is no, I wouldn't receive one, but I would give one, especially if I was charging. Oh, I'm gonna make me a little penny. So you would be a dominant for some money, yeah. Wow, would you be a submissive for some money? Um, probably not, because again, I ask too many questions. What questions you gotta ask? What are you doing? What are you doing now? I need to see this. I'm not just going to be told what to do and um, just be okay with it. I'm mouthy. I'm gonna end up getting, uh, how do they put it? Disciplined. <laughs> but what if it's not a? You can spank me. But if it's beyond that, baby, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with that. I would like to think that I'm. I can be submissive, but I think I'm lying to both of us if I said. For money, too, because if you're paying me, I feel like I don't get to, well, I should because consent is important, but I don't get to tell you yes or no. I'm supposed to just mm -hmm. do it. I don't think I could do that. Hmm. But also, how much money we're right. talking. But also, I feel like everybody probably assumed that I would be dominant, but I am not. No? Nope. Well, if you're going to be a pillow princess, then you don't get to say where anything is going or who needs a towel for what. You sit there and you let it happen. No. Yeah, you be a Tulsa strudel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of a Tulsa strudel popped up in my head and it just it took me afar. Fuck you. <clears throat> so you're not? No. Okay. Which if well no you're in a marriage so okay, you so can't be paid for it. It's these it's a video I guess I haven't seen the video but everybody on my Facebook has been talking about it. What? Um, this guy from somewhere at home he's like posting videos of him ejaculating on girls like one Wait. person he did it on her feet while she was asleep and like it's been an, a whole uproar <laughs> about I hope this. This is an audible. Mouth drop because what she was asleep. Yes. Do the people know that it's happening? I have questions. What do you mean? Do the people know that it's happening? Like the girl? No, she didn't she's... know until she saw the video isn't circulating that, online. Isn't that um sexual um, assault? Sexual assault. I got and his so. dumbass got it on video. Got Why would you video. do that? Is he been? I got questions. I got a lot of questions too, and I cannot find out who he is. I'm just seeing like the aftermath of everything, but I don't follow that many people. So, but I can't. I want to find it, but it's more than one person. So, can we just walk through how dumb you have to be to have video evidence of you sexually assaulting people and putting it online, or is it like because you know some people? Again, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but people have different fetishes. Mm. And what if his fetish is feet? So that's what got him off. But if it's it's a bunch of different people, just random locations. So it's not just feet, but it's anywhere. I think it's anywhere. It's not just feet. This was the girl who was speaking out and I saw her post because other people were oh posting it. But I heard that it happened to more people. Yeah. That's weird. No, it, it they're weird. It's it's out there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So you gonna let somebody go on your feet? No. Mm. That was never. You know I don't like feet anyway. Okay. Don't no 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 no. I can't get past that. I don't. 
And the thing is, again, not trying to yuck somebody's yum, but I don't understand feet fetishes. Like what about, like the fact that somebody can get off to just looking at a mm-hmm. pair of unpedicured feet. I'm about to send my pictures in. I I may need to slide on uh feet finders and get me a little page set up because I heard women could be out here literally picking up objects with their toes. Mm-hmm. That's something. Um, what are the toe divider things that you get when you get a pedicure? I don't know what those things call. That I feel like we just gonna say it's a toe, toe divider. divider. Okay. People selling those. Like people will buy your used ones. People will buy trash that you pick up with your feet. What? Because it was with your feet, they'll do that. Yeah, there's money to be made out here. And honestly, shout out to the women who are out here exploiting these men for the coins. Because it ain't taking no skin off my back to right. give you a picture of my feet. Right. To do stuff I was probably going to do. it. Well, I'm not picking up trash <laughs> with my feet. But to go get a pedicure, if you paying for it, yeah. Roll I think. the ball around the ball of your what? feet. What? Or just lotion my feet. <laughs> I, I'm just, okay, if I get a little side hustle, don't say nothing. Last question is, I feel like a little bit heavier, so take your time answering this one, but it's a two-part, three-part question. Are either of you in therapy? If so, how's it going? If you're open to sharing, what made you all go? Okay, so I'll go ahead and start. Mm -hmm. Um... I have started therapy. Actually, me and William are doing couples therapy. Okay. Except, hold up, let me go on my little tangent real fast. Oh then I'm, I'm really back I was about in. to give you kudos. <laughs> what? Okay. So, we had our first session about two weeks ago. And I was like, mm, I don't really like him, but let's give him one more chance. Mm-hmm. So, we tried to get this nigga another chance. His books were filled up. So, the only appointment we can get for today was 6 o'clock in the morning. Who so is doing... We okay, set I'm the listening. six o'clock. You know, we set the alarm because it's my it's relationship. We're prioritizing we, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I set my alarm for five forty-five. I got up, got myself together. We sitting at the computer. Two minutes goes by, mm. nothing. Three minutes go by, nothing. We waited ten minutes for this nigga, and he ain't never show up. William sent him an email. He ain't never responded. Excuse so exactly. So now we have to find another couples therapist. Um, but I've also started therapy on my own. Started today. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. How'd it feel? Um, it was it was good. I mean, the first session, you know, she was just trying to get to know me, but I do feel like I I'm gonna click with this therapist because she's a black woman and mm-hmm. she talks like me. Mm-hmm. Like she is kind of country, she shortens her words and Says, you know, at the end of sentences, when it's you can't studying. figure out. Right. It's yeah. not like I'm sitting there with Dr. Phil. <laughs> like, I would probably be sweating talking to Dr. Phil. But, you know, and I decided to go because, as y'all already know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I don't have a job, obviously, if I'm a stay-at-home mom. But it has become a little stressful. Like, and I need to have an outlet because I can't you know, bog down everybody else in my feelings. Mm-hmm. So I needed to have an outlet for myself and for the different things that I'm going through while I'm on this journey to bettering myself. Mm-hmm. So that being said, this bitch. Oh God. <laughs> she, um, she ain't no bitch. I really like her, <laughs> but 
She advised me to possibly look at medications. What now, kind of medication? Well, she told me that she's not pushing me, but okay. she did mention that it might help. What kind? What is it like? like antidepressants. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, I don't think that's for me. I didn't tell her I'd be doing my gummies. Because <laughs> I'm already self-medicating, mama. <laughs> right. But, I mean, that works for me. Because I don't be yelling all day. Yeah. So, I just found myself going to that place, yelling more, being a lot more irritable. And I feel like it was having an effect on not just my relationship with my husband but also it was about to start affecting my relationship with my friends because I mm-hmm. didn't want to be bothered with nobody like I didn't want to really talk that much yeah. so I think this is going to be a good journey for me and I'm ready to see what this next step is going to be like what yeah. about you Sip? so yes we're both in therapy clearly I've been in therapy Ooh. when did was that the end of 20? Yeah, damn, December 2019. Remember uh, mm-hmm. me and my mom? So mine, I feel like how I got into therapy is hella dramatic. And I guess I never really think about what made me start. Um, I was visiting my mom. We were in the mall. And long story short, there was an active shooter in the mall. And me and my mom and the clerk in the JC Penney's were all hiding underneath the uh, counter. We hear shots going off. That was the scariest shit ever. And I remember using my body to like shield my mom and thinking that we were going to die. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up going into like the back safe um, in the JC Penney's and sat there until cops came and escorted us out. And I didn't realize that that experience impacted me as much as it did because I started having really dark dreams, Mm -hmm. really dark. And um, I told my mom about it and she was like, Sip, you need to talk to somebody. So I had PTSD and I guess I didn't realize it because at the time before I understood what PTSD was, it just sounded like so much more dramatic than what I feel I experienced. Mm-hmm. But no, it was PTSD. And then from there, um, my aunt was sick and I was a caregiver for her. She had cancer. Um, she's passed now. But during that time frame, it was at the onset of COVID. So being scared and not knowing what's mm-hmm. going on with that, taking care of her on top of juggling a full 40-hour work week, just being stressed beyond reason and still having those dreams from the thing that happened before, I ended up deciding to stay on full time and keeping up with um, a therapist through all of COVID. And before I would probably talk to her, you know, weekly and then it went to two weeks and now I'm up to just checking in maybe once a month unless I feel like I need to talk more. But I feel like I'm glad that I already had her in my back pocket before the craziness of COVID really took off so that I already had an established relationship with her. Mm -hmm. There was like a comfortability there because I talked to her. That's my homegirl. Like the older homegirl, she's like, she reminds me of like a great aunt or somebody. Mm -hmm. She is a black woman. And how you said, she definitely feels relatable to me like yours does. I don't have to explain how I'm feeling about certain situations. All I have to do is paint the picture for her. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. I don't have to take 
extra time explaining shit because we both know what that feels like. So I'm really happy with my therapist. I'm really happy that I found an older black woman, super relatable. Um, and she's able to like tie back her life experiences on top of her clinical practice. So mm -hmm. to me, I feel like I lucked up with that one. Um, so far so good though. It has challenged me so much and I'm getting help in different areas in my life that I didn't realize I needed mm. a little bit of guidance. Like I went in for PTSD and then grieving as a caregiver. Now we over here talking about, you know, rebuilding relationships with some of my family members, my mm. dad in particular, and uh, learning boundaries in relationships and speaking up for myself and all these other things. I feel like we'll have an episode about therapy mm -hmm. to like really get into it, but Damn, I said long story short, but still gave me a long story. <laughs> I love therapy. My like, oh, I over here twitching, ready me to run out. <laughs> My bad, but honestly, if you're thinking about going to therapy, I say try it and be okay with the understanding that the first person that you talk to may not be the fit. The lady I first connected with when initially for PTSD that I was using through my um, job, because like my job mm -hmm. covered two free sessions. That lady fucking sucked. She sucked, mm -hmm. she didn't get it. I definitely could tell that she was not from the same demographic. She didn't understand any of what I was talking about. And I don't feel like she sympathized with where I was. Mm -hmm. Be open to giving more than one therapist a chance. It's not a one size fits all. So yeah, you should try it. Yeah, because I felt like, like for our couples counselor, he was a black man, but he was African. And, you know, we, yes, yes, we're all the same, too. but they, it's a different culture. So I feel like I said something about William and he took that and ran with it. Like, then he started blaming William, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. as if it were his f problem in a relationship. And that was one of the things that turned, turned me off about him because it was like, I we're here to get to better get, to get, yeah, not, not to put the blame on, on one person yeah so yeah but that was a different a big difference between him and then the lady i met today she i can tell that this is going to be a great friendship like mm -hmm. i was telling sip she live in houston i'm gonna be hitting her up to come lay on her couch <laughs> and that's not how it works ma'am you have mm -hmm. digital setup i just feel like it's so impersonal with the with the you know the digital the zoom I want need to be face to face. I want to lay on your leather with my legs crossed. <laughs> I just like with a pillow on my chest. Oh, you want to have heart to heart yeah. and really pour it out. Yes. And therapy will have you crying when you least expect it. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for it. On Are the couch you? with a box of tissue next to me. <laughs> well, you'll have to keep us posted on how therapy goes and hopefully we'll be able to see this journey. And once you find a couple's therapist, because... Mm -hmm. That guy's whack. Anyways. Oh, wait. I have a quick question before you go. What? Are you more comfortable with women or men? Therapists. I've only tried women. Mm. So I really don't know. I think I would be open mm. to either or as long as. And I don't want people who are not black and brown to think like we're being racist when we're saying that we want black, 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 black. Because it's not racist. It's a preference. The same way you have your rep preference, right? And so... To me, I feel like I have a lot more in common and they're going to understand where I'm coming from without us having to spend 15 fucking minutes mm -hmm. for me to paint the picture of how I felt disrespected in 
this social situation or whatever. So okay, I think I'll be open right there? men or women. I have we're going to take this train off the track and then come back around. Okay. Okay. We're we riding. Let's see. So, remember the conversation we had with Ke- when Keandre was here about interracial dating and how we felt like me and Keandre felt strongly about valuing a black relationship and having a black partner. And because you come from a biracial background, mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of struck a nerve for you or, you know, oh, no. it, it, but it. It does make you feel some type of way because, like you said one time, if it were if it were not for an interracial relationship, you wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like that's that would be the same situation, like not being able to relate to your partner and having to explain everything to your partner if you were dating somebody outside your race? Well, see, I I get what you're saying, but I've never dated outside of black, mm-hmm. so I I don't want that experience. <laughs> No, that sounds bad, but yes, I am biracial. I mean, for those same reasons. I identify when you see me without me saying anything, what are you thinking I am? That's my experience. So having to explain that to a white person, uh, excuse my language, but living out here, I remember working at one job, this old white man called me a nigger bitch. Is my white boyfriend going to understand Mm -hmm the way that my feelings were hurt in that moment not just the anger but the, the feelings ang- being hurt the the heat on my cheeks and hot tears rolling down my face because I'm in a professional setting where I want to be able to clap back but I wanted my job more than I wanted to tell that man off that they still serviced by the way so then I was pissed at everybody the whole facility mm. but he would probably tell me that, oh my God, people are so mean. Or I, I feel like I would still get sympathy from some white dude that I would probably give a chance because there needs to be a certain level of you being able to read the room and being conscious about those things anyway. But you're not going to know what that feels like. You're never going to be called a nigger bitch. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be followed uh, in a store because somebody thinks that you're stealing something, even though you didn't even fucking touch anything. Mm-hmm. Just off GP or because I say where I'm from. So, yes, I am mixed. And, of course, I identify my white grandma and everything, too. But she already knows I'm not with this world either. Like, it's not a, sec- it's not a secret to anybody in my family that I want to marry black. And that I want to have black children. And I think that may rustle, ruffle some feathers for people who don't know me personally because... They'll think that it's like a fetish or I'm doing it because what I want my kids to look like. And I think that's the difference. You don't know the motive for why I want it. So that's what it is. But I it doesn't ruffle my feathers when I hear you guys talk about it. Because my experience, because I am lighter, I understand there's colorism too. So my experience as a light-skinned black woman is different than your experience as a toffee woman because you're not even dark or for real brown you like fake brown but anyway oh baby (laughs) you fake brown you see through right now megan Uh uh-uh because this native american red undertones (laughs) no all i'm saying oh my god all i'm saying is yes i know that there is colorism and yes i know that light-skinned black people can have different experiences than fully black but I still prefer supporting a black man in all of those struggles versus having to explain it to a white man or other. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. 
Can we get back on the track now? Yeah, we back on the train back on the track. So that was a good little segment of Ask Your Homegirls. I really want to encourage everyone to start sending in more detailed types of questions. If you have dilemmas, if you want advice, not so much just like Q&A sessions. You know what I mean? We want to get to know our listeners better. So please Make sure that you DM us. And it'll underscore. always be anonymous. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It'll be anonymous, especially if you spill in tea. Not even just bleeping it out, but we'll come up with little aliases and whatever. So um, if you do have anything that you want to ask your homegirls, please DM us on IG at underscore talk that talk podcast. And then you can also email us, email us at <laughs> info.talkthattalk at gmail.com. Perfect. So last but not least, before we get out of here, can we please talk about Beyonce oh and how distraught I am? Because I want to go so fucking bad and I didn't get off the wait list. Oh, unfortunate soul. So <laughs> my feelings are hurt. I want to go so bad. I heard there's yeah. three English shows. I'll go home for this. Then that's just gonna make the ticket price go up. But I buy a flight. I can stay with somebody. Yeah, I can stay with somebody. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, but the prices are crazy. Okay, so guys, I did get off the wait list. some shit. But I never told anybody, and I never purchased a ticket. So we tried to go back today to figure out how I can use my access to up code to get in. But then it said that my email was not registered to that um, fan site. So I was like, "How did I got a text message. So please let us know. Can I get back in? It sounds like you and missed we it. can get some tickets. No, and that's why you should have fucking said something. I would have bought the tickets on the spot. But also, did you see a meme where <laughs> Stoney, a meme where Stoney from I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> Nate, I'm in a bind. <laughs> There's a meme going around and it says, what's y'all's budget for Beyonce tickets? And then somebody replied with Stoney getting knocked back by Nate for her little money member for the the brother. That's how I feel. I'm not about to go broke, but baby, I'll spend a little penny. Oh, I want to go something. You're doing something, something strange. Just for like the smallest piece of change. <laughs> nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. You give a little sugar every now and then. A little bit of sugar. I even looked up because I was like, well, maybe... If I go out of the country, maybe I could go to Spain because it would probably be cheaper there. But what? then the flights, the, I'm just scheming. Right I'm scheming because I want to go. I've never seen B oh. in concert. I've seen Jay-Z and Yeezy. I got that out of my system. But I don't, I haven't seen her. Mm. And I want to. And I feel like the yeah. longer that I wait, the harder it's going to mm. be to get fucking tickets. Yeah, I saw her when I was pregnant for the on the run tour. I remember you but, looked like you was about to drop. Yeah, I didn't. The baby. I didn't feel like even being there. Like it wasn't enjoyable for me. So I'm ready to go back again so I can experience her in all of her glory <laughs> as an unpregnant person. So moral of the story is: if you know how to get tickets or you want to hook sip and make up, hit us. Hit us, let us know if you got the plug. I ain't doing nothing strange. Like, I ain't Amber Rose. I ain't eating no booty for no Beyonce tickets. Apology, mine. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we will catch y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Peace.